0: I, li- I like to travel so it was that was not the problem you know to, to, to travel you know around and that's one of the parts I think if you like to travel then you it's easier to race also you know if you
1: is that part you know when you think about it to, to jump from one thing to another for just for a minute the traveling part you enjoyed traveling obviously your dad did a lot of that too and so you kind of grew up around it but enjoying the travel is that also part of the the drug of racing yeah like you you breathe it you live it you yeah yeah you for have sure. to really be willing to when leave, you jump
0: in the in the in the land be, and go you know and that's the kind of freedom you
1: know mm-hmm.
0: Listening to the one and only Real 45 Podcast. We talk about life, racing, and getting sideways. Hey, every day is a new day. How hard can it be? And now your hosts are in the building Greg Hancock and Stephen Junelle. Okay, well, hey, everybody,
1: welcome to the Real 45 Podcast. I'll be your host today, Greg Hancock. Again, I'm alone uh without Stefan. He's uh he's busy doing Stefan stuff. And I'm just uh standing here, or should I say sitting here, enclosed at home, doing the old stay at home procedures with a good old COVID nineteen. But uh I'm pretty stoked because this has been an ideal opportunity for me to catch up with some uh unique individuals uh for numerous reasons and, and today is is a special one because this is a guy who doesn't, hasn't been known for doing a lot of, uh, more recent, uh, what do you say? Podcasts or being in the public eye. And, uh, he's a true racer. And if you know this guy, you would understand why, but, uh, I'm curious yet. I'm more excited because he has agreed to to come and talk to me and, and, uh, us here on the real 45 podcast. He's, he was a former work buddy of mine. He worked together with us in our, in our uh, Grand Prix team, and all over the all over the world. Done a lot of traveling and a lot of racing, and the wealth of knowledge that I have gained from this individual, and his father, and their whole working environment is just it's uh, it's priceless. I couldn't really tell you how much they taught me. And coming from a complete different discipline of motorcycle racing, they kind of opened my eyes. To what looks such a simple left turn oval dirt track that has no jumps no right turns no stop signs no no nothing no brakes, and uh so i this gives me great pleasure and i hope all of you uh, get a kick out of listening to this podcast because uh, it means a lot to me and this guy has a an amazing record He's three-time Swedish champion in motocross 125cc class. Some of these things he might have to correct me on if I got him wrong, but I believe I'm right. <laughs> he's also the Swedish enduro champion 1989. He's been, obviously, he's been at the top level, or he was at the top level for a long time. World enduro champion 1991-1992, six days champion in 1990-1991, and his top... Motocross World Championship or MXGP, as we would call it today, 1984 in the 125cc class was seventh place. This dude has got—he—he's incredible. He's a quiet guy. He's a private guy, or is he a private guy? We'll find out. But hey, welcome, please, Jeff Nielsen, like legend, good longtime friend, and I'm so excited to have you on. The thank show. you, thank Let's
0: you very talk. much, Greg. It's a pleasure to be there at the pod. <laughs>
1: <laughs> dude i uh it's a it's i think it's it's equally a pleasure to, for me to have you probably one of the greatest because i told you before too that our longtime buddy and your has become a uh, quite he's quite an admirer of you too Is andy johnson he's he's always mm-hmm. been asking me you know when are you gonna get jeff on the on the podcast so uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> here you are i, I managed <laughs> so how's life man i mean this is a topic of discussion right now, <laughs> coronavirus. I don't like to, <laughs> the COVID nineteen. Uh I really hope that we can <laughs> look past this at some stage. But uh, Sweden's been fairly it's, relaxed. You, but you also have a strong tie to Italy. So Yeah, you know Sweden is
0: quite relaxed, as you say. You know, we're living more or less as normal. Uh we can we don't have to stay at home uh, like the l- rest of Europe. So we're living more or less as normal, but we take we have to take care anyway, you know, and uh, don't visit people who is having a you know some kind of disease or sickness. So you know? so we, but then, anyway, it's it's, it's uh, quite good, but you know a lot of people get out of work because of this Corona virus. So it's uh, it's a bad thing for the economy here in Sweden also, but uh, anyway, it's uh, quite okay. And, and you know, like you, you said about Italy, I, I have a friend down there and they a friend of me who I was racing with, he had been, for the hospital for with the coronavirus in, in more, more, more than one month. So it it's, it's, uh, have been a hard, hard thing down there for sure. For sure.
1: Is, is this friend of yours? I remember you sent me a message uh, quite a few weeks ago saying this, like, you guys take this serious, you know, don't, this is not to, to play around with. Yeah. And you talked about your friend. Is is he a kind of guy? Like you take great care of yourself, man. You eat good, you train still pretty hard. So is this guy he been racing kind of guy in, as you?
0: A good racer, but you know he, he probably have been a little bit too eating too much, if you know what I mean. So it's that if that can be a reason sure. that he the hit the the corona hit him hard, I don't know. But I talk with him. Last Sunday, and he's he's back home from. He had been in the hospital in 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 Milano for more or less more than one month. He said, you know, so it it had t- take him hard, you know. Wow. And uh, he's had a motor, he's a motorbike dealer, you know. And he said the 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 business is is complete out. So they it's. Um, they are struggling down there for sure, you know? So, um... oh
1: man, so this is the, this is the thing, right? We were talking about this, and this, this virus, like nobody really knows its true potential. You read yeah. so much and, and like, it's not, it's not hit our, our area right here all that bad comparatively. So you kind of wonder sometimes, is it all more cracked up than it is truth? But then you hear a story like this, that you say about a friend, like people that have been through colds and flus and all that kind of stuff, probably not in that bad of you know health. His health is probably okay, and he's in the hospital for a month.
0: Yeah, so and, and he's he's not eighty five years old either. You know, like in Sweden, when this come, they the people was talking it's just the old people, but that's not the truth. I mean, young people have died. You know, all over the world, you would more or less know other disease, you know, or, or sickness. So it's you never know. It seems it's you don't really know what's what it is, you know. Yeah.
1: Gosh, man. That's probably if we take the positive from this that he's recovered from it and he's come out of the hospital, hopefully he's you know, on the road to a, a more yeah, you know, yeah. normal recovery and gonna yeah. be okay, right? Yeah. But you, got, I mean, you have a long, you have a strong connection to Italy from from way back, and now you guys have you have a, a property there too, or a house, there, or an apartment that you guys utilize for vacations. Is a, and this must be really tough. Yeah, right? we should Especially go down for
0: a holiday in, in middle of May now, but we we don't really know when we can go down there to Italy. Maybe in the I mean in this September, October, or something. But you're not. Ch- you don't really know at the moment when it's possible to go, go down there, you know, so we will see what's happened with that. We have to stay home. <laughs> that,
1: yeah. 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 Right. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to our world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to make the most, the most of it and yeah. you're in a good place, you know, with Sweden is, you know, relatively uh, yeah. small yeah. population for the size of the country. So hopefully that's, that's helping sweden's like the size of california yeah. right roughly so i think we have 40 million or just over 40 million yeah. here and you guys have yeah. nine nine ten nine point five or yeah. whatever it is yeah somewhere there so um that kind of puts it into perspective we can yeah you guys can spread out a little bit more yeah. but they also talk about this weird um. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know (laughs) herd immunity how if you're around people who are immune to it and you breathe their air and you get that immunity and that's what they're thinking that we have here in orange county now they're talking about that our people are you know we have big weather so we can be outside a lot and people are you know at the trend is very healthier these days and more exercise and perhaps that's part of the reason why we are doing better than others but uh, let's not say too much right now So uh anyway, Jeff Nielsen, you do not exist no? on Wikipedia, on the internet. I tried to find the information about you, something that I that I may not have known, which I'm there's a lot I don't know, but I just tried yeah, to find I one of those clever computer guys. <laughs> and I punched in your name into Wikipedia that says your name does not exist here. I mean, would you like to man search <laughs> yes <laughs> you are so unique that was the way to put it I'm a unique man <laughs> so I thought oh my gosh this is so true this is so Jeff he's like he's not a private <laughs> guy he just doesn't say too much and uh, <laughs> which in our whole racing campaign and my yeah. case maybe they got this from you <laughs> oh no, no that's that's the this. best
0: way you know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. keep on yeah. guessing that's it you know <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. Well, Raphael, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> you know, you know Raphael very well. Um when, when we all worked together. Raph was a very young dude and uh in in that period when, when we all started working together or when we brought yeah. Raph into the team with all of us, huh? And uh he still to the day he he talks <laughs> you up so big and you know, it says reminds me how much you taught him about the mechanicing and more importantly, no, no. who to trust and who not to trust. And like he always pays a tribute to this in our conversations, and um, that's no lie. He always says, "Jeff taught me so much. I will forever be grateful to him, as I am to you as well." So it's uh, we get a kick out of it because we we often uh, repeat <laughs> some of the things that you or your dad would say to us. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and Lastly Larson, Larson of course. Oh, yeah <laughs> so that's there's all Larson is quite uh he's quite special yeah. he got some great one liners that uh we use regular <laughs> so um no, so you're a unique individual you're you're married to Eva, and you have your one yeah yeah only only one daughter right a you guys are living in Hestuby in Sweden. you've yeah you've uh, life.
0: yes, I'm born here at Halstavik we have a BB yeah. as we say in Sweden, you know uh, m- not that the days but in the back in the in the late fifties. So I was born in Halstavik. So I used to say if you're born in Halstavik you can you can stay everywhere. You it's everywhere out of Halstavik is better you know <laughs> <laughs> no but it's, it's it's a joke. I'm 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 pleased to s- to to <laughs> live here you know but like like you said I, like you and i we have been tra- traveling together and i've been traveling a lot before the speedway time you know with the motocross and so i've been uh, yeah you know i've been around everywhere more or less so uh, but it it has been always been nice to come back to to Halstavik you know it's not nothing special, but you know, home is home in one way. So, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. special right there. And like you know, if you was ra- when I was racing yeah. motocross and enduro, we have we have this. We had motocross track here, and we have the forest to to race, and it was, yeah, you know, it was doing what we want to do with the with the motorbike in this area, you know. So. For that reason it was a good place to 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 live, you know, if it was interested to go with the motorbikes for sure.
1: And can you still do that Uh, pretty much? Yeah,
0: but the motocross track is is, they're working very much on the track and it's a great track at the moment. And and the and dura, you know, it, it is more a problem. You're more or less not allowed to go in the in the forest, but it was the same when I was racing, you know. But you know, no, you know. And you
1: never went in the forest
0: when you're racing. You don't. You're racing, you know. You don't take so much to care, but the rest, you know. If you want to go, do it. You do it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it had to be that way if you race, you know, and want to That's... come somewhere, you know. Otherwise, you you sit still and then nothing happens you know
1: well like you say your, you were in your racing days too you were you were um, an attractive a popular guy uh, in the sport of motocross mm-hmm. and obviously in your town you know in, in Houstavik you, you there's a there's a legacy already from your dad too and and lots of other guys and here you are uh creating another legacy of your own and who's going to tell jeff nielsen he can't go race around the forest no
0: it 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 (laughs) was was like that uh we didn't care i didn't Mm. care if you was allowed or not to go ride you know so but uh (laughs) so uh, you (laughs) you know it and you know it have to be you have to you have to be that that way if you should come anywhere If you have to listen to everyone, what is you can do or not to do? I don't think it's it it uh, it's a good way, you know. If you 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 can't stay in the in the in the queue when you're racing, you know. You have to try to be front of the queue. Sure. <laughs> if you say it like that, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. You're setting the bar, huh? <laughs> Well, I mean, it's, it's crazy because the, one of the great things about Sweden, which I've always loved from the first time I went there, was that like Speedway is, yeah. is part of a club, right? And, and you guys have motorcycle clubs there. So MK or EM there in Hostovik. So you have you have the motocross, you have the Enduro, you have the BMX, you have the Speedway. Uh, what else do they have in, as far as in the motorcycle yeah, yeah. part of it? That's probably the most of it, right? so you can you know everybody's you, you have different divisions and you got speedway going here and you got the motocross going over there and then the enduro runs through all these other areas so house of v is a very special place i um I, you know it, it's it's a uh, very unique no, because no. there's it's not a huge population that live there and and uh you've got the paper mill which has always been holman paper there which has always been really big right and it's used to employ yeah. you know most of the of the city if i'm not yeah. mistaken maybe not so much these days but um, i'm amazed at what the people would do to support whatever was happening with the Mko and korea you know to help the motocross guys to help the speeder guys they they seem to flock Maybe there was a little animosity between the different disciplines, right? Some whoever ran the speedway yeah, party, they weren't taking too much money from the, <laughs> from the, what was yeah. going into the federation, you know, into the organization and then motos. There was always going to be the political side of that, but the people still support all the racing. It yeah, yeah. Crazy. It, it had
0: been, like you say, it had been for uh, when my father was racing, you know, from the early 50s until now, it had been the, uh, this area had been the quite motorsport area for sure, you know, and uh, the Speedway team had go- done good, you know, and uh, when I was racing, you know, we have the world championship in the motocross, uh, uh, we have a race here in 84 and, you know, we have, yeah, there had been the, it, it, this area had been really big for the motorsport, you know, So
1: uh, so so the world championship was was there at the track here in Halstevik
0: that year, you know.
1: So you were you were in your prime in the one one two five season then, right? uh,
0: The club was whoa. The club was doing huge work at the track and everything for Mm -hmm. for the
1: the Grand Prix here
0: then at that time, you know. So.
1: Was there a lot of people? In yeah, it was
0: quite a lot when of it spectators. Came and came. I mean, it was uh, about 15,000 people at that race, you know. So, uh, wow. and it was, I was Gosh. winning one hit. So, it uh, was it's a great memory for for me and people still talking about that race, mm-hmm. you know, when it was in, the Grand Prix was coming here in, in Halstavik, you know. Probably the first and last time it was the Grand Prix for Motocross here, you know.
1: Man. How was the format back then? You said you won yeah, one heat. Two so was it two, two heats, heats like it's four to is five minutes. Or is it, was, yeah. So um gotcha. Yeah. Man. So,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> so you were the you were the local matador on that. Yeah, on that you know. Circuit, right? Yeah. Yeah, like so, how um, did, yeah.
0: that was a nice thing, you know. Do you I was, remember what your overall I was, was on the day? I was third overall. I was sixth, I think sixth place in the second gotcha. heat. Yeah. So I, gotcha. that year was, was the best, you know, in Man. the motocross season. Because I started with, the, with the, the Grand Prix in 1980, you know. I, I, I got a factory contract with Yamaha. The same year as as Colquist get the factory contract um yeah, so um really oh my God, I went we go. down to amsterdam in in Holland and pick up bikes and parts. it was com- it was uh so many parts. and you know it, it when it was the real factory stuff at that time, you know from the japan it was yeah it was. Complete special bike compared with with the uh, with the standard bike. So it, uh, but uh, okay. I, I I I have, I was not ready for the Grand Prix. I, I raced that year, but the, you know the tracks and that was complete different from the Swedish. I haven't been out for racing, out of Sweden. That was the first year I was out and. Uh, It was much to learn, I can say, you know, that's for sure. To the, yeah, you know, it's. uh,
1: I can't even imagine, you know. I mean, we we can't, yeah, we can't compare our sport to yours when it comes to this kind of stuff, because the different types of tracks and yeah, 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 it's brutal. What
0: I've seen and what I've heard. It was a. It was a big, big. Eye opener. What what to say, you know? And I understand it. You have to be out there in the in Europe to practice, and you know. So from that time, I stayed all, almost all winters from nineteen eighty down to eighty five, eighty six. Practice in Belgium and Holland, you know, for the, for the motocross mm-hmm. and
1: uh, to learn. And um to you. and what was the hardest thing to learn? I mean there was many things, but what I mean what sticks out in your mind the most about the early days? If
0: you, you come here? to Holland you, on, in Belgium you have the deep sand, you don't have that deep sand in Sweden at all, you know. And it's it's really heavy. If the, if you then go down to Austria or, or Italy or France you have the tracks with the big hills, so it's more like mountains, you know? you don't have it. In Sweden, either you know, so it's it was complete different from what, what you was used to, and, and then also you know with the suspensions and yeah. But um, I was learning because in the same time when I was had the contract with with Yamaha, I was testing the standard bikes for the the next year's models many times, you know. So I. I learned a lot with the Japanese thinking, you know, with testing and with time-lapse, like all the time, you know, it was, I learned a lot. If you change something, it can do a hell of a different on the, on the the bike and the lap times and like that, you know, so I learned a lot of it, you know. So from, from 1980 when I was feeling quite lost on the on the Grand Prix scene, I could, anyway, 1984 goes for top 10 races almost all the year, you know, so, off. no, I was changing, that, that from, from I, I switched to the Kawasaki for two years and then I was two years on the Suzuki, but that was from the importer in Sweden. Yeah. So um, okay,
1: yeah. If if we go back to 1980, there when you signed that contract with Yamaha, uh I'm curious because to line up in the same team with with Karlqvist, Hakan like he said he's always was always known as a yeah. quiet, reserved, you know, hard guy, right? So. What was it like? I mean, you guys were both Swedish, but was he was he different towards
0: you, or was he? Did the, I didn't have any really spend any time with him at all. That's uh, at that time. I, I know him a little bit later on when I was back in the Yamaha in the late eighties. I I met him time sometimes, but when he was doing the Grand Prix five hundred, I was one in the one two fives. I didn't really have any contact with with him you know and and he was in one way I think he was a little bit a lone lonely wolf thing guy also you know he he was doing he, he was doing what he was doing and you know that's uh, my opinion you know yeah no uh, yeah,
1: that, he no. wasn't giving up too much
0: and uh, and he and he had been winning the the two fifty world championship the year before. Then he signed with the Yamaha, so he was the guy on the top, you know. And yeah, so uh, he, he make his, his own own thing, you wow. know, for sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, oh man, I can't even imagine. That. How that must have, how that must have been, you know. Someone like yeah. you, you were pretty young yeah. You said so yeah. eighty. You were like 20, twenty, twenty, twenty-one or something. So to be in a like him was was Carcass ever a hero for you, or is he a kind of guy you? No, to I, too, or was it? No, you know, I, is it just? In,
0: I can't say I have guy. really have had any hero like that, you know. And and he was racing he's not so much older than me. So I, I can't, I was racing with the two in the Swedish championship 250 when he was racing, you know, so it's more, more, uh, what to say? Okay. Yeah. More like that than, than, the are,
1: uh, are competitors, right. And, uh, yeah, it's more like that, you know, so. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah.
0: Gosh, you know, I mean, for, for someone like me, obviously I, you know, some of
1: these, these guys were, you know, they were people I got to read about. I never got to see and race at all. And, and uh, uh, the fact that you were right, there, then, you know, uh, obviously us having a collaboration and working together and getting to hear so many rad stories about the, all these legends um, who, you know, for me, I, to see those kind of guys, being you guys, I always get starstruck anyway, yeah. no matter how you are, because you're like, wow, that's him and that's him. And, you know, you, you feel so fortunate, but, you you said you didn't really have any any heroes. Did you? Was that through your whole career? You didn't. You yeah, just, it, you went out and said I, I do don't remember really that,
0: that I had any any heroes like that, and probably that's because I was in in the sport from the beginning, you know, with, with my father. And you know, I, I think maybe it's like that because you know he was you racing. Right I, I don't remember so much. I just remember the the end of his. He's racing, you know, but uh, when he was up in the top, I don't remember nothing, you know, so hmm. I can't say you know, I com- I was in the sport from the beginning and uh, I don't know if people who are in the sport like that don't have hmm. the same thing if you come outside of the sport and come in and probably have a hero more like that. I don't know. Maybe it can be like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, no kid. Yeah, it, it, yeah, everybody's different too. Everyone looks, they have their, their own way of, <laughs> yes, that's what makes it, all yeah. the unique. Yeah, know? so it's a, yeah, <laughs> Hokka was a, a lone wolf, and but um, but you had uh, I also heard about stories of uh, of, of you know, obviously, yeah, you a hard head. guy too, right? So I, he. <laughs> <laughs> no, he would and, not and, be the kind of guy I would want to line up against Probably
0: Kalkis was a little bit like that, you know. He was he he won't have that reputation as a you know don't don't mess up with 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 a Carl Kiss because then then you get in trouble, you know. Uh For sure, it was that kind of guy, you know. You, don't, you didn't fool with him, you know, around the, because then you get in the deep shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then, well, y- your dad too. I mean, you wouldn't want to be a uh, a Belgian yeah, fan in yeah, yeah. Namur up against that uh, Rene Bottom. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> no, might so, lose your front teeth. <laughs> I
0: think Colquitt was more like my father in that way. You know, he could hit anyone, anyone if they were staying at, on the wrong place in the wrong time. You know, or the right time.
1: <laughs> yeah. <sure. laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> however you look at it oh my gosh that would be uh, would he who would have been your like most fierce competitors like the guys that you when you were racing against i mean obviously there's yes like, you uh, know pe uh,
0: they were pecca was you know he, he was a good rider and he was when I was there also you know, and then also the italian R- Rinaldi was there you know and then, some some Dutch riders like uh, oh, yeah. Strybos and uh, th- yeah, it was a, quite a lot of riders who was about the same level, you know. So um, mm-hmm. f- for that, and mostly I was doing the best the mm-hmm. most best results in like in Holland and Belgium for some reason. I don't feel like uh, I'm mean, the, the sand you know, sand guy, but Many times I get good results down in in the this that kind of tracks, you know, because the track in Halsdøik is not the sand; it's a it's a hard track.
1: Was it the same even back back then? I'm, I've ridden around it myself, you know, little bits here and there, and it's it's rough, yeah, uh, like rocky yeah. and hard, and yeah, and there's a lot of stones. Yeah. I remember coming up, so that's. Wow, God. Uh, yeah. Does anybody stick out in your mind like somebody you really enjoyed to go up against, or someone you thought, you know, maybe? Uh,
0: you mean in made the in that days or or?
1: Yeah, like any any time. Yeah, if we say your motocross days, not not your enduro days, but like in the motocross days in that period, like 1984 period, that was you were yeah you were, yeah. Would you say that was it your best? Yeah, for in? sure,
0: it was the best year I, I had, you know. And um, but like riders, it's always uh, some riders are good riders because you, you can trust them. They they're racing f- fair, you know. Like some, not. Uh, it's, they are nice guys, you know. You can race hard to them, you know, and uh, they don't. They don't. Yeah, uh, acting bad you know but it's always you have to watch out for riders who is you don't contrast at all you know but mostly what I remember you know the years has gone so uh, I don't really remember who was the bad guy you know out there at that moment you know but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know like everywhere it's some people are you don't Sitting in the knee of someone's you know for sure it's yeah, and then other people you 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 right. travel <laughs> with you know, you understand, so uh, it's always like that, you know, sure, that's for
1: sure, you know, and hey. was it like you guys were traveling like when you would leave home from house to go to race, yeah and stuff, were you yeah, on the road yeah for weeks at a time
0: yeah. Normally you could started, be away so for three months living in the in the mobile home, you know. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? That's yeah, just
1: yeah. Moving from country to country and, and-
0: sometimes we did really crazy God. traveling, you know, from yeah. I would do some Swedish championship in North Sweden, you know, and the, the, the week weekend after we was down in in, in Spain, you know. So and we was just driving the, the, the old Mercedes van, you know. So, yeah, yeah it was long oh also, we a long way. Also, we went from Portugal and I had the Swedish championship race back home in Sweden, you know, and was driving. I mean, it takes three, four days to go with with the, that old cars, you know. It was not, <laughs> not the fast ones, you know. Not the not was, the sprint that it was
1: a, wasn't sprinter <laughs> the
0: slower ones <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so um yeah yeah the slower but anyway
1: <laughs> as the walkers I said
0: before I, I I like to travel so it was that was not the problem you know to 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 travel you know around and that's one of the parts. I think if you like to travel then you it's easier to race also you know. If you
1: is that part, you know, when you think about it, to to jump from one thing to another for just for a minute, the traveling part, you enjoy traveling. Obviously, your dad did a lot of that too, and so you kind of grew up around it. But enjoying the travel is that also part of the the drug of racing? Yeah, like you you breathe it, you live it, you yeah yeah. You sure, have to right. be willing to when leave you
0: jump in the in the in the van and go, you know and that's a kind of freedom, you know. And also when you come went from Sweden to Denmark and you know it's something new, and then you went with a ferry boat from Denmark to Germany and you know you come to Autobahn there, you know, you know, it's it was kind of freedom for sure. And it is still when I drive now for holiday down to Italy or something like that. It's 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 nice to go and remember. Yeah, something from the from the past, that's for sure, yeah. And also with the traveling in the eastern continent like Poland Czech in the early 80s, you know. And same I was in the Grand Prix in, in, in in Russia in Leningrad. It was amazing to go there in that time, you know, when they were so closed. And it was they say it was hundred thousand spectators in in on at that Grand Prix th- that time, you know, and it was it was complete packed with people. I never seen so much people around the big hills. So it was it was eighty 82, I
1: mean, what eighty two year for this roughly.
0: And uh, yeah, it was.
1: Whoa,
0: it's a it's a trip <laughs> you never forget. That's
1: for sure, you know. God, for you to see, like I, I've I've been in Russia in recent years, you know, and I I've yes I know yeah. that it's quite a lot to take in even today when you've you know you're you're a Southern California boy who's traveled quite a lot around the world still to go to Russia is like an eye opener, so to go there in 1982 and probably even before that maybe you were there I don't know when yeah. Happened.
0: For sure, Dude, had,
1: that more or less a, days, a yeah. day
0: to just pass the border from from Finland to 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 Russia. I remember, you know? so yeah, yeah. but it, it's it's a nice memory.
1: <sighs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right there, you go. I I think your quote there, you just said it was like a freedom to get in the car and go. It's like you were just you yeah. were away from from. You were joining yeah. the life school, right the life school was just being on the road and learning as you go. And, um, I think today, even the case even the, even in our world is racing that there's no more there's not enough Americans because not no, many of them no. want to leave the comforts of home, and that's okay that's okay, no worries at all, but you can't be a world class racer or chase mm-hmm. the dream. Uh, of going, no, no, you know, no, in, in it, motorcycle it, racing, without out. leaving the comforts at home.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, I uh, love that. He just said
1: it was like a freedom. It's a like
0: like like it's, a, it's a, like a drug, you know, in some yeah, way. Cool. you know. It, it's if you get used to that to to travel, you know, yeah. it's uh, it's a nice thing for sure, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah. <laughs> racing and traveling is like a drug (laughs) yeah that's so cool (laughs) oh man well there's um that kind of stuff you know it goes so far there must be so many great memories for you like that and and thinking about when you signing the contract for yamaha in 1980 and getting all that factory stuff your your dad obviously was is quite a clever guy was quite a clever guy and Never really now left anything know. alone, right? I even know that with our with the short time that I got to work with you guys. If something was good, it could always be better and uh that's what made it so interesting and um you're you know quite often your dad would build me something, and you guys build me some stuff that I could barely ride <laughs> and it was like <laughs> if I could hold on to it i I could have won everything if I could have just held on to it, and then uh sometimes it was. Uh, to the point where we'd go out something to be really good <laughs> yeah. say, okay i can do something to make it a little bit better and then it would break and i'd come in i'd be all frustrated and bummed out and your dad would start laughing <laughs> i go well yeah. we didn't know or at least we know that didn't work <laughs> i just <laughs> i just remember like and how could you not laugh at that where you're just going like oh my god see there's the attitude right there you, yeah. you can always be better and that's and and i love that I, you know that part of it no matter how frustrated you are you're not frustrated angry you're just like damn it <laughs> and i think about you so you your dad was he the same with you in all those days the bikes that you were racing before you got the factory deal with yamaha how close were you guys or how far away were you for sure it was what you were riding. he in? was
0: the same same guy before i get the the factory's part, you know, he was he was changing many things for sure, you know, and uh, he was trying, you know, lot of things, you know, and after after the the Yamaha, like, he was more when I when I went from Yamaha to to Kawasaki and Suzuki, he was working like hell with the bikes for sure, you know, and he like you say, he was always like, maybe we can do this, maybe we maybe can do that, you know, and and I also, myself, was really interested to, to make bikes better all the time, you know, with pipes, with, with you know, different cylinders or different whatever, you know. So uh, it, and that, like I said before, I, that I learned also from when I was testing with Yamaha so little things you can change with something in the, in the engine or in the suspension can do a lot on the lap time so so you when you have seen that small changes can do so much you understand that uh, you have or yeah you have you understand that it's, it's possible to get out something more from the bike you know that's it's interesting like hell yeah so it's so we it was working and and then See that later on when I went to the Enduro I was working much myself, you know with the bikes I, all the time I was working with the bikes, but I have my own i d s because i was i I could change and I could drive it you know and i I could feel the different you know and I, I have some with with the clock and with timing it and you know so um yeah.
1: Oh, I yeah. see. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you can. Uh, you were yeah. seeing right as you were and watching. As you were going, you're seeing. Watching. I w- I got gotcha.
0: you. I think myself. I. I was that kind of guy anyway who, who could feel if the bike was going good or bad. You know, some guys they don't feel anything. In one way, it's, it's easier if you don't feel anything because then you don't think about that problem anyway. But if you're always thinking, shit, I can have something better, or it's not. Break it hundred percent, then you maybe overdoing it. You understand what I mean? But uh, it's it's in. I was so interested to to do the bike better all the time, you know. So, it, but I like it like that, you know.
1: Well, the expression on your face, and you know, when I when I look at pictures of you from your racing days, and and I didn't, I don't think that when you and I were working together in the Speedway, I don't think I paid an, as much attention, close attention to your facial expressions in your photos. A lot of photos you find on the internet, with your know, face shots. The the sheer determination, the the serious look on your face says so much. Probably more now because I know you guys, and I know how you work, and I know what you did for me. You know, so I understand how how it is so that motivation is like you know you doesn't matter if you won the race you could come in and you sure you're <laughs> excited but you're more thinking about how am I going to win the next race rather than yeah you know, what just I just won that race awesome but okay now we're going to win the next one and and I I fully understand that you were for me in particular I, I always compare this because um you guys brought me into, like, you, you let me into your circle, which was, uh, I'm so grateful because, you know, it's not, it's not easy to get into the Nielsen circle like that Yeah, in, in racing. Yeah. You really got to, they want to know that you're serious about what you're doing. So when, when, when Lars, Lars introduced me to you guys and, and brought me in and, uh, you know, like, we started to talk about all this stuff. And then when we started to do things together, and if I had an idea about something, I never had, I never had the kind of. And by the next morning, I come to the workshop, designed, engineered, built, put on the bike and ready to go. That happened a lot of times, you know. You know, it couldn't be different in the time frame, but so many times, you know, even the, the motocross fork idea that, you know, together we kind of had yeah. this idea and suddenly it was on the bike and I was ready to go test it. And I'm like, whoa, it was like, Hey, if we're going to talk about it, let's do it. Let's don't just procrastinate and wait for it. So I think back about your racing and what you did and how your dad must have been, <laughs> and how he must've been with you. I don't mean to keep mentioning your dad, but I just think that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. In many cases. And your dad was a serious dude. He wrote that's something I learned from you guys. I could always be better. And I but it does work, man. And you you can be better. And that bike can be better always. Oh, I, just, I'm with you.
0: you I, it's a little bit connection have been a little bit cranky. Yeah. Can I lose you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, okay. but I gotcha. I hope I I hope it went (laughs) (laughs) I mean that you get that uh, feeling from from when we was helping you that trying yeah, trying harder and it it seems with the results you was trying good enough (laughs) with with the world championships (laughs) who was coming
1: well (laughs) Well, we had some good successes together as a team uh, with all of you guys, and um, I didn't get a world championship, sadly, during that period. But uh, it's it's adamant and and truth to be known that Lars told me uh, Larsen when when before we started working together, um, he says he would be happy to help and do some things, but he said I think you need to understand that you know champions are not built overnight; it can take time, and. It might take a year, it might take two years, it might take five years. And you will get there and you will find it. And I used—I looked at it and I'm like, what the heck are you talking about? And um, boy, do I understand now. And um, so, you know, winning my title in 2011 um, was uh, a little little bit a couple of years after you and I uh, stopped working together. And it was like everything came into play and everything started to work and it all started to make sense. I've always been a, a late bloomer, I think, in a lot of things but suddenly everything started to come together and after working with you guys and we started working with those guys at ProDrive at the same time and Marcel, Gerhard and a lot of things were going on thanks to yeah. you guys uh, during a certain period there that led to the next stage and that's when it all took off. So we did the work and I learned so much, and I learned that I can always be better. I, from you and then Raphael, too, like, you know, winning, don't show too much emotions when you win. You got to keep on guessing, right? And, uh, I get that. Don't be too happy. And, um, in the end, it became yeah. the case that, yeah, when I won a GP, I was stoked. I was so excited. Yeah, yeah. That I was like, okay, now I, I'm going to beat these guys next time. And it was like, Thank you, but uh, that's how it is. And it was, it's been great. So i i I learned. Yeah, I, I think it's forever if you look what back. I up from you guys. And I think it was
0: so happy. Good thing for you to I come to Sweden and with everything and it went. Yeah, it went well. I think. I mean, probably we had probably went well. Whatever, but I think uh, it seems that was oh a good gosh. good move for you. <laughs>
1: you know what you whatever you say i'm i am convinced it wouldn't have gone this way yeah. <laughs> had i not been with you guys in sweden like that without a doubt it's uh absolutely not this is that was a very very key part of my career and uh it's uh it's amazing how it turned out and you know a unique group of individuals from you know you, you and your dad were are like yeah. heroes for me and then the heroes that you brought into the camp with us from, from Bank Rudolph to, you know, working together with him and all the the combinations that you guys, that uh, maybe him and your dad (laughs) shared in in the old school ways that basically they dove right into the world's top class of racing. And we won a lot of races and, um, you know, building, burning the midnight oil, how many nights you were holding down your normal job and you were living the family life and you were doing speedway, every other weekend and a, every Tuesday I look back and I think oh my god ah, did, but the, did, <laughs> when I look back it was, it, had,
0: really it was really was a nice, I didn't want to give nice time idea, you know for I knew sure. you guys
1: wouldn't go to sleep
0: <laughs> that was um, nothing I want to miss you know the speedway time yeah yeah oh. no way it was yeah yeah for sure
1: likely. <laughs> Likewise, it was, it was, it was great. So,
0: um, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Anyway, the idea is to move on. Let's go enduro racing.
0: <laughs> so Yo, you, I had been you doing the enduro
1: away from the motocross. The, when I started into motocross enduro. and
0: I was driving the enduro in the winter or, you know, both of them, you know, but then for a while, you know, when I went to the Grand Prix motocross, I, I understand it was not possible to go enduro and motocross. You have to choice. And it, well, yeah, one of it, you know. And then I, I went for the motocross. And so I went back, so I'd say, you know, to the enduro. And um, the good thing with the motocross, I was used to make this practice you know, practice time for the for the qualification when you was in the Grand Prix, and when you do qualification, you know, you, it's just flat out, you know, so that I've been doing in the Grand Prix, and I take that back to the Enduro, and it was a good thing, you know, come from the Motocross Grand Prix and went into the Enduro, and so I have no, no problem to go flat out for the special test in Enduro, so so that um, went quite well directly, you know, when I went to the Enduro World Championship. So I, I went with the Yamaha, from the support from the Yamaha importer in Sweden for two years. In 80, 80, and 89, 90. And I get second, the first year in the Enduro, I get second in the World Championship. And, uh-huh. and the last, the second year in the 1990, I get third, I think. And then I get the factory K- KTM bikes, you know, for for three years, you know, so. Yeah, your old team. And, and that was a good move from my side to, because well, I, I, I know I could race good, like in, in Sweden and Finland, it's this, you know, this kind of race is, when I was used to, but the thing I need to improve was to like in Spain or Italy. So I asked the KTM factory for, for, uh, for the, to stay in Italy with the KTM for early. And then I get that opportunity to, to, to race in the Italian championship during the early, early January, February and And then when it went, when I went for the first race in Italy for the championship, I was winning both days, you know, so they was happy and they say, you have to stay here. So I I stayed there for three years then, you know, so. uh, And, you know, like in Italy, if if you're doing good, you're really good, you know, and if you're not doing good, you're really bad, but. In 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 uh, this enduro racing, uh, in the I was in the one to five, I was winning the first year the world championship for KTM and and the Italian championship. So then it then it goes easy in Italy when you, when you're doing good, it's um, quite easy, you know. But always like in Italy, they are quite what you say. If you win a race. On Monday or you're winning Sunday. On Monday they say it's the next race. You have the next race next weekend. So they always said, don't be too happy. You know, they are. They want to. They want to do good all the time. You know, so you quite. To, you have to be quite strong wow. in the head. Otherwise. They are um That's yeah, cool. quite what you say, they're quite strong headed the Italian guys down there, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, wow. but yeah. I say like I say, if you're doing good it's it's not a problem. Then it the stories
1: about some of this stuff over the years goes
0: quite easy, you know. But it's it's quite hard hard school down there also, you know. You have to yeah you have to make your name for sure you know yeah like everywhere but if and if you do it in italy i mean if i come down there and people they know me and you have been winning world championship in enduro and or italian championship then you're really a great rider you know they are Pushing you up in in the in the sky like that, you know, for sure, much more than in Sweden. So um, it's not, yeah, the Italian people is another mentally, you know, it's uh, a champion is always a champion for sure. Which...
1: That I can understand, you know, just from what time I've spent there, and and uh, obviously listening to some of your your information or, or history from the past too. Like, they uh, they really lifted. Enduro is so big in in Italy too, right? So. Yeah even when I remember even some races we did down Linda, with you when you were uh, working with me too and mentioned your name and in a specific group of people in Italy yeah, yeah, and it was people's people Jeff and you, <laughs> you know, know like this. so you understand like yeah, you the, 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 the yeah, Farioli
0: team have been always so big in Italy so you, if you was in that team you were, it was really something you know and I didn't understand that before I, I come there you know and I thought it was a team, but not like it was, you know, it was, they was really like kings. If you was in the team there, you know, you was sky high, you know, for sure. And that's, it was, it was nice, you know, for sure. It was nice when you had been coming from Halstavik and doing that days, I was working always with my Yamaha bikes myself, you know, and I I Good bikes, but but then you get the factory bikes, but still I have to work with them also. I change them a lot with the KTM f- comes from the factory you know? so it suits me anyway. So um, and you know if you have to be in the top level, if if you can sh- change something little can be so much different, you know from, from the if you change a little bit can be a big change on the results for sure yeah 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 really yeah Those small little
1: adjustments yeah huh. yeah see like you said from and you know you need the bike who's I mean, feeling like... safe
0: i mean if you're going to go Complete like page, flat try out, and, and try that. You know, and this kind of enduro is done in, in like in Italy, you're driving up the mountains. You know, you need to have a safe a bike feeling safe if you're going to go complete wide out, wide out. You know, otherwise, it's it's too dangerous. You know, <laughs> it's dangerous anyway, but but uh, because in my, oh, my opinion, the enduro is more dangerous oh, than the motocross because you you race <laughs> on the Side of the the mountains, you know. If you drop off, you know, you know, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's. um Many times you was when I was finished the the special test, it, you drop off, and you think <laughs> this is something you shouldn't do, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. In small, like small roads, you know, small. Oh my gosh, you, or you gravel roads, you, you know, was and it favorite, was complete violent. Like but Did if you don't have a but... bike who suits your, or the suspension or the forks is not working, then it's a, a really mess to go there because you feel that you can't. Yes, it feels unsafe, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you got good, and then you got really slow, also, you know. Yeah.
1: yeah, there you go, right? So then you can't go wide open because you're not really sure. I, I've i heard stories about you <laughs> in the forest, you know. People have talked about it. Even my brother-in-law, he said the same. Have you ever seen this guy ride in the forest? He doesn't yeah, ride in the it forest. Was... He bounces from rock to in rock. In the days, it was a lot <laughs> like, like that. I mean. Wide open, he said. It's <laughs> Back in the days.
0: <laughs> so it's, yeah. Uh... yeah. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> back in the days. That's right. Yeah, how, yeah. How it was. He was, <laughs> but you can imagine being the like main. Paul, Edinson, uh, he was what you cool say the main problem back in that stage too. Uh, probably man, I he had more right? problem with me than
0: I had with him. You, you know, you? but <laughs> <laughs> but he was, you know, he he was the he was the he, the king when when I was when went into <laughs> the one five <125, laughs> the, the world championship. So, that's I yeah. I I was. Little bit of the guy who spoiled the the, the party, you know. Yeah,
1: and uh, you upset the.
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was funny because his brother was yeah. writing in the the English motor magazine that, and there was this big note in Nelson, na- you know. So I. I yeah, yeah, I take that out from, I get the magazine from the, a friend, you know, the English mag- magazine. I cut out that piece, you know, notiness, and I put it on the helmet, you know, back on the helmet. And oh, It was quite big war between Husqvarna and KTM at the moment there, you know, when I I went into the five in the World Championship, 91, 92, 93 there, you know. But it's it's fun in one way when it's because then you know it's it's something, you know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're right.
0: (laughs) So like um, that, Naughty Nielsen. But I met I have met him last year, I met him at Monson. So so it's not the problem in in any problem with that, you know, but when you know when you're racing it's at that moment can be some problem with some riders for sure, you know, and the people around also many times it's the people around who is,
1: you know, absolutely. Yeah.
0: You know, can be, you struggling with, you know, around the other riders and the teams. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They, they make all yeah. the controversy themselves, right? Yeah. Yeah, at the world well, championship in in Italy.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, Enduro. And, and uh, oh, okay. So, you so went to the, they end, have the some enduro. Last okay. year they have it was all right. thirty years. Then they started up the, the enduro world championship before before it was the European championship. So they have all of they have asking all riders to come uh-huh. to Italy to have a celebration of this 30 years old uh, world championship. So it was a lot of riders down there. And um, it's it's close where I have the apartment down there. So it was a nice, really nice thing they had there. We have some dinners and this and that, you know, the Italian way. The really Italian way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool. What? What is that? What is Paul doing? Does yeah, with, he, he have, still working with something. He has two the, sons who is racing also.
0: But but then he do, does some stunt works. Oh,
1: okay, right.
0: I think he have been for the James Bond when driving the motorbikes oh. at the James Bond, and some other action movies with them, where they go with the motorbikes. Yeah. And
1: oh, no kidding. Oh, I'll have to uh, look him up oh, because he, he told me he had. I'll you know, have to check
0: that out. He's been see. in, I think he had been in the States for movies um, for stunts with the motorbikes and uh, yeah.
1: Also, he's probably one yeah. of the guys with Louis. I mean, yeah, you know Louis, huh? Louis Franco. Yeah, they probably, probably know him because him or Rick over he had been in James
0: Bond in and uh, some other action movies yeah. with where they go with the motorbikes and uh, so yeah, done a lot of that. And yeah, yeah.
1: How cool! So yeah, well, you know, life after racing, right? Man. Well good that he stayed in the sport too that he's he probably he had obviously he's got if he had it too, so it's
0: bike shop motor bike shop yes. too, I think. Or his brother, you know So he's involved with him, with it, you know.
1: Gotcha, see I just I just googled his name out here while we were talking too and looking at some of the stuff that's out there. I'll have to follow it up. See what he's up to. Yeah. I'm yeah. Oh interesting interesting it's always fun to see what what all these some of these guys do you know it's it's, it's amazing all the all the you know motocross guys over here the johnny O'Maras and the jeff wards and uh, ricky johnsons and and um gosh all of, even just Stanton. there some of these guys they all get involved with with they're yeah, still in the sports yeah. you know mm-hmm. they're still training guys and they're still so active it's amazing um how they can you know it's it's incredible and a lot of them are still like you know they're their athletes have, you know, with sponsorship. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. it's pretty neat because they they still have a, a strong influence in the sport. Some like you, I mean, like you today, right? You you helped. Uh, I remember when we yeah, were working together. Yeah. You were yeah. maybe fresh out of. You used to help Rick uh, Larson a little bit too in the enduro, right? And then, um, yeah, but that he didn't. Yeah. He, he retired from racing. He was a, still quite yeah. A he was the technical right? rider for the
0: Husqvarna for a couple of years, and then it was with the T. T.M. Uh, Italian factory also for several years, you know, but uh, then he retired, you know. And, uh, yeah. So, right. Yeah, he, he, away he got the sport away with the sport, he but he's, he's doing a lot of work with old bikes. He had a lot of, he's very interested to Yeah, re- repair and restore old bikes, you know. So mm-hmm. I was I met him last, last weekend and, and he have buying some fresh machine and, you know, all that kind of machine so he can do work for, but mostly for himself, you know, but he's really interested to, to that kind of things, you know? Yeah. Man, yeah, you guys, himself,
1: you know, you, himself, you, you yeah. amongst your, area, he, is he still in house week? So there's another legend, right? You guys into the bikes and as Andy Johnson wanted to ask you too, is Jeff, is Jeff still rescuing old bikes? <laughs> Obviously your dad, your dad, he he did a lot of work on old yeah. bikes and stuff. And you've been rescuing bikes and restoring them for quite a number of years yourself. So it's, it's, uh, it's always fun to see what you got going on and, and uh, I like following you on, the, on your media too. <laughs> So ninety four. I mean, you. My, my last year, race was uh,
0: in Oklahoma, Tulsa,
1: 94.
0: Tulsa, Oklahoma. There are six days.
1: Really? No kidding. That's yeah. Okay, that yeah. was that was the six days because you you've even the Nine, championships in six days too. Nineteen ninety one. Yeah, yeah with, with the team there. 90, so and we get second
0: down in in Australia ninety two.
1: Damn.
0: And probably I don't remember what we did in, in uh in uh-huh. in the states. But in the last, you know, in, in the six days you make the last six days you mm. last day you do a motocross race, you know. So you one to five starch together, you know. And uh I will have a big uh, fight yeah. with uh, Larry Rossler. and uh, I beat him in, in. I think the last lap, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was chasing him for for some laps, and in just in the last three, four corners, I, I overtake him. You know, and I he could, you could see he was a good rider because he was trying to block up all the possibility to pass him, but. I um, I catch him anyway, and, and uh, I used to remember I, I I catch that Larry Rosler anyway, and in, in the end because the the, the race had been I had all kind of problem with the bike, and I was on the Honda. I didn't like the Honda that year at all. So it, uh, but I was winning the last motocross test anyway because it was a motocross bike. It was not. Really enduro bike, so but it it fits the bike, fits the the last motocross there in Oklahoma, anyway. And that's that was nice, (laughs) and that was the last race in my career, you know. Wow, yeah,
1: no kidding. How must admit, and I mean, winning your first world title must have been pretty darn emotional, and then. Actually, did you know that? No, that race though, I, I didn't know gonna because be your last race? I should did go this to Italy to
0: make way. the last Italian championship, and I've the the team manager told me and said you you don't need to come. He said <laughs> so <laughs> that so that then I feel it's oh. it's enough. Enough is enough with the, with racing, you know, because it had it hidden had got I get third in the world that championship remember, yeah. the last year, you know, and I was not happy with it, with, uh, with, 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 things, you know, so it feels that it was a good time to, to, yeah. And you, yeah.
1: Call
0: it a day. Uh, you know, and when you get older, That's I was 35 I at that.
1: Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Finish. And when you
0: get older, you don't, you want to work with people who understand what you're doing, you know. You don't, you know. Yeah, I mean, when you're younger, you you, you have to, uh, yeah, maybe do it with other things. But when you get older th- and you... You know what kind of things you want to have and you can't have and uh, you don't get the the results you want to have and, you know. So it was not a big problem to, to stop racing, not at all.
1: That's – I think that's where I got it from you guys. It was that point, like – yeah you wanted to work once i understood that even more you know i I had some success prior but once i started uh associating with you dudes so much more i i understood that like you want to work with people that yeah want to help that want to do the same thing they want to achieve at least as much as you do if not more sometimes and otherwise it's just it's why are we wasting our time yeah the, the the politics of it all too i remember having these discussions with you and you know, getting to the age—you remember you said that to me—that getting to an age where suddenly those things that didn't used to bother you started yeah. to bother you. Yeah. And um, I yeah. Really understand yeah. where you're coming from. <laughs> Without saying too much. <laughs> so, it's uh, what a what a career, you know. And it's um, you know you could, you're a wealth of knowledge, and even it's pretty fun now because there's a guy. Eric Johnson, he's a he's a journalist and uh, he writes for Monster too, and he's uh, he's a he's a really cool old school racer himself, and um, he quite often posts a lot of pictures of of some of the uh, old yeah. motocross stuff. And your dad has popped into one, and and Tiblin, um, and uh, who else did he pop in there? Obviously, a whole bunch pops up once in a while too, and it's just and Stork Gun. It's like uh, it's pretty fun, and uh, I, I'm curious if he would ever reach out to you because he's a pretty interesting guy, and he, he asks a lot of really cool questions. But um, I don't know you. You know, he he like a serious guy too. He wants he wants good information, and he's really into the into the old motocross. So I hope that he'll uh, at some point reach out to you because I think he He's got so much yeah, more knowledge yeah. of the sport. He yeah. he could probably dig in to get some great uh, great yeah. stories from you. If if you ever wanted to go that route, but I just throw him out there because he's a he's a rad guy. He's really interesting. But um, uh, I have another thing here. <laughs> I remember um, you guys when I first came to work with you. You jumped on my bike and took my speeder bike up the street. <laughs> this this popped into my head one of the first times when Craig and the guys that brought the bikes to your to your dad's workshop you know oh yeah <laughs> i think you fired the thing up and you rode it all out on the main road down the street and it came back and yeah, i'll never forget and i remember your i don't remember your exact <laughs> words but it was something to the nature of it's not possible to race these things <laughs> yeah because yeah. they were so mean, you know they're not made for this i remember that I now. Like it's, it's, that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah You literally fired it up and go it the the street. It was hilarious. (laughs) It was great. (laughs) So cool. Um, So today, I mean, you, when you, when you finished racing and then you did did a little bit with Rickard, did you, you uh, did you ever have any interest to go and and work with with an enduro team or with the Swedish team or help with the youngsters? Or I know a lot of stuff that you've told me over the years, but I'm kind of curious yourself, you know, did, and even today, you mentioned earlier. After when a I
0: stopped there, you know, I was Kobe quite fed lit. up with it with the racing. But then they called me for uh, when Rickard was racing, you know. They called me both from from KTM and and who's uh, uh, to to have Rickard in the teams, you know. So I was a little bit involved with that, you know, for a while. And then when he went to t- the team, Italy, the Italian other factory, I was with him one season, you know. That year before I started working with you, I was with him on all the, the world championship. So that so I was a little bit in okay. in the sport for a while until I went to the Speedway, you know, with you. Yeah. So uh, but like like I, you said, this year I should Help the federation swedish federation to to do some work with the riders, but at the moment is is no no not any any thing with it because of the coronavirus you know so we will see what's what's happened you know because i I was so, Yeah, and um, that's crazy. Yeah, Because I went for a race (laughs) during the winter and talked with the guys. It's a group of 10 riders who should go to the the, um, Enduro World Championship. So I I was with another guy who is involved with it also. And uh, we was talking a little bit with the guys. And uh, and we should have some training camps, but that is not allowed to have for at the moment, so uh, at the moment, it's it's a little bit off with that, but we will see later on this year what's happened with the the races, you know, in the
1: World Championship.
0: So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all hopeful that something's going to make the comeback and what a shame! Like the year you're going to come back into it, and then this all gets yeah, shut down. Yeah. The, the year I retire from it, it all gets shut down. Yeah, and, and even Jason. Yeah. And you saw Jason Crump made a comeback, and it got shut down. So, <laughs> so um, I, I hope this. I hope things clear up, man. I, it would be fun to watch and that, see what you can do with with some of the youngsters and see how like, determined like they are. like you
0: said that Lawson had said to you about you, man, to it takes time. You, you know like that's probably one problem with the guys they think it's gonna go maybe too easy you know I mean easy go, it go. had to take some years for sure you know to get to the top level in, in, the, in the world championship It yeah. maybe it, it takes one year or five years or you know ten years you never know it depends how much time they want to spend on the the racing you know also Yeah, and I I told the guys when yeah, we had the, the meeting and the
1: training and the traveling and
0: the yeah. it depends how much they want to spend on training on, and uh, the interest of the sport if they're going to be a good rider. It's not the federation is you know, understand. It's not it's easy to to say it's someone else going to make them to a, a great rider. You know, it's all the time it's the, the rider have to to. Uh, to do it, you know it's not nothing no one else can training for them, you know they have to train them you, know? yeah. you understand what i mean it's you have to sacrifice a lot for for to be something you know
1: yeah. absolutely
0: yeah it's it's up up to each each guy you know to to hey, to trees. do it in one way you know then I or some other guys from the federation can help them for sure, but it's um, mostly they have to do it themselves, you know, to get them to understand that it's if they do the the, the homework, sure. it can pay off for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah,
1: that, and that's that's it. You gotta do and it homework. haven't you, you be out have to be into it.
0: for sure. It's it can be difficult, but Fine. if I mean, if you're trained and you have good stuff, good bikes, and this and that, it gets easier, you know. So, um, but you know.
1: Man, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I hear you. That's, I really hope that this comes out it'd be fun to watch you. I, I'm in particular me and in, in general, I've talked, about this, and I've talked with other people that are mutual friends of ours and that have, we would love to see nothing more than see Jeff back in the game us in some way, shape or form. It would be really fun for me knowing, knowing you better or knowing you nowadays too, is to see what you can do for the sport. And, uh, See how many serious yeah. minds, yeah. how many racers there are out there. It would be in so Sweden. Uh, I said to the guys, back up and, um, if yeah. someone, if yeah. I see
0: someone who can be, want to do something, really, I mean, to if they can show good results in the in this year, but now it doesn't get any world championship. I can help them to get contact with some people in Italy to stay for doing uh, the Italian championship, something like that, you know, for sure. I have connections, so they can be in a, a team or something, you know. So we will see if someone, you know, is, yeah, yeah. We will see.
1: Roll out the red carpet. oh man, that's, you know what, that's, you know, if I was a yeah, yeah. hero racer right now, and <laughs> I would just be going, oh, we got to get this virus yeah. out of
0: here. No, because people have <laughs> asked me down you know? there, do you not have any Swedish, Swedish good rider And they, you know, so it's, it's, it's a chance to have uh, something down there, you know, for them. But I, I want to, if I'm going to pick someone, I need to know it's a guy who Absolutely. really wants to do it all the way, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. That's yeah. Otherwise it's a waste of time. And I know, you. I know how you are. You, you know, you'll be able to see right away if this guy's got what it takes and, um, and then it's, uh, it's game on for sure. Yeah. Well, I, you know, (laughs) I, We said in the beginning of this, we started talking that we would try to <laughs> narrow it down and keep it kind of, you know, short. But it's not easy, we're, you know, to to keep it short because I, I, you know, I can go on and talk, and I get so inspired by, you know, talking to you as always. And sometimes I, I'm yeah. a little bit more of a guy I shoot from the hip and just throw stuff out there, and I need to be brought back to the ground, you know. So, <laughs> you guys were very helpful for me not to say too much. <laughs> so. Um, but uh, what can I say, Jeff? I, I could talk to you about this all day long, but you've got a huge, such a strong head for racing and it was So instilled so many winning concepts into my racing mind too. So they've, uh, they've played huge contributions to my, my uh, future after we worked on the success of what we did. So I'll be forever <laughs> grateful, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, and uh, it was hey, a- it's, it's my pleasure. Trust me. It's an honor. It's an honor. And I hope you're in a. You're, hey, before we go, yeah, we're. I think your poor yeah, mom yeah. She gets overshadowed by all, all her boys so often. Yeah, Mona, you know, and obviously, you, you know, you you lost your brother Dick in racing too, which we, we we, you know, which is, is is awful and horrible. So just to add that to the whole sequence of events in your guys' lives, your mom has managed to maintain her sanity, and. and Travel yeah. the world and, and just That's be there true. to take care of you guys and uh what a hero, right? That's I she's just incredible, you know. so many she must have so many underlying stories and stuff that if she <laughs> if she spoke she doesn't really speak English, but if she did, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's so much fun to uh to sit and listen and uh I'm again. I'm so excited that I got to uh, to be a yeah, part sure, of, it, sure. uh, of your whole family for for a period of time. That, uh, it was uh, a, nowadays the great friendship that we have. So it was a nice time to, to
0: time. be around Team Hancock for sure. For sure.
1: Oh, I look forward. Yeah. Go it's, ahead. Uh, yeah. Well, that was the that was the beginning. That was when Team Hancock officially started when we started working together. That's when the team Hancock caught concept. Yeah, really it was a nice started. time. So uh, for sure. That's all part yeah. of you guys. <laughs> yeah. I She's <geez>, man. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the midsummer parties yeah, in, the yeah. in Copenhagen world we're always <laughs> uh, <to bed>. gonna <laughs> carrying Larson carrying Larson <laughs> to the car. To bed. Together the car with Olga in the background going, "Yeah, don't you pass out on me? I need you later." That was great. Yeah. So. Uh,
0: yeah, we have to.
1: It was. Well, I I hope that we have many more of those days in the yeah. future and, uh, of some kind. Maybe maybe in a yeah, different need to uh, have, different have something uh, you know circumstance. But I really really look forward to that. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah, and if you need somebody to carry your bag and you for sure, GP championships, let me know. <laughs> I'd love to be the I'd love to be the yeah. guy standing next to you.
0: No. no problem. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's how you do it, guys.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Hey,
1: give give my best to your mom and, and to Ava yeah, and, and Alan. and say uh, you guys, you guys,
0: hello stay to there to, and, uh, to Jen and we'll all. all, all Hope everything goes so good as can be, you know, so, yeah, and take care,
1: I sure yeah. will,
0: man, I can hear that, <laughs>
1: sure will, buddy, you know it, <laughs> you can hear my gardener yeah. coming now, so, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, see you when I see you, <laughs> uh,
1: talk to you soon, Jeff, yeah. you guys take it yeah. easy over there, and how did bro, ciao, ciao, <laughs> you got it, <laughs>